Welcome back to Boozy Bracketology, where we are home of the straw. Wait, bleh. <laughs> yeah, fucking read. We are home of the strong drinks. You're not wrong. Yes, I haven't drank anything yet, though. We That's the problem. Home. And welcome back to Boozy Bracketology, where we are home of the strong drinks, strong opinions, and crowning champions. My name is Marissa, and I'm going to be your host tonight as our panelists take on the round of 16 in the best Halloween candy bracket. With us tonight, we've got a great group to make these tough decisions, so let's find out what they're drinking. Brandon. I'm doing well, Marissa. Uh, nice. It's a beautiful day. Actually, the last few days in Fort Lauderdale in the morning have been the 70s. It's actually been really, really nice. Um, nice day of the office. Not too crazy. Just a nice day lifeguarding. And I'm drinking the Left Hand Brewing Company Peanut Butter Milk Stout. That's yes. Good. Yes. Solid choice. It is very good. I like it a lot. 6.4. And uh, I mean, I thought it was perfect for tonight. Peanut butter cups. And it's going pretty far. I'll tell you that right now. Mm. That's a good beer. Pair that with a right-handed uh, jelly sour. Ooh. Get out. I don't know if that's a real thing or not. I just made it, it, it probably is. It's probably in Asheville at like Wicked gar- Wicked Weed. So that's it. Now we're going to head on over to Chris and find out what he's got in his cup. Ooh, I have a lot of beer in my house that I don't particularly care to drink, <laughs> but I'm not going to let beer go bad. It's not like the hard seltzers that have been sitting in my fridge for a year and a half. The beer is going to get drank. So this right here is from the Cigar City Brewery. This is the high-low. It is like the unhoppy version of their highlight IPA. Still an IPA, but not as hoppy. It's actually decent, actually. This is one I might actually go out and buy. Low ABV, though. Yeah, yeah. it's only 4% ABV. Yeah. Which is fine by me. i got to make some dumb decisions here, so let's not cloud my head with alcohol. Oh, you got to. Next, we're going to head over to Mike. Hi, Marissa. Uh, I'm doing pretty good, but I've just... This has been one of those weeks where I've just felt wiped the entire week. So I decided to uh, bring a pumpkin beer with a little coffee in it. This is the Elysian Punkachino. Oh, it's a coffee, yeah. Coffee pumpkin ale. This is actually really good. It's not quite the same as that can pop, but hopefully that came through. I love my coffee beers. I love my pumpkin beers, and that has both. So uh, hopefully there's enough traces of caffeine to keep me going tonight. Fantastic. Next, we've got the lovely Leah. Okay, so I am busting open a nice cold Diet Dr. Pepper, my fave, my personal fave. Um, And I'm sitting in front of my little workstation in Chris's office, and there are two things of bourbon and whiskey in front of me. So who knows? I might be, you know, chasing the Diet Dr. Pepper with a little... Jack Daniels single barrel no, barrel proof Tennessee whiskey from Lynchburg, Tennessee. That's 132 proof bourbon or whiskey. You're not chasing it. Um, it's 131.7 proof. Thank you very much. I don't know what that means. It's also got a 65.85% alcohol by volume or the other one that I don't know why it's sitting at my workstation. I don't know why it's not sitting at Chris's workstation is a make bakers, makers, bakers. bakers. I thought it was makers. 
Is that something else? Is Makers, Maker- Makers is different. Okay, so this is a Baker's Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey with a 53.5% alcohol by volume, 107 proof, 750 milliliters, aged seven years. So one of those two may be making an appearance in my diet, Dr. Pepper. We'll see. So the the other night when we were recording, I was recording on Drew Bucksbaum's trivia show, Nerd Off. It was me versus Tim. Um, that bottle of Baker's was half of a drink in. And Leah, how, how full is that bottle now? Yeah, it's not very full. It's like <laughs> a little less than half. Oh. I seem to recall getting a few messages later that night. Yeah. <laughs> That's a big just, bottle. Just know you chose to do that to yourself. Yep. I didn't want to get up and get water, and it was right there. So, you know. It has water in it. The decisions that we make. Speaking of On which. this podcast. On a work <laughs> night, too. Oh. Last... We've got one of my favorite people in the world, Jeff. What's what are you drinking tonight? I should know. I got your beer for you. <laughs> you should. And uh, it's funny. I, I like how you made it a very strong point to not say last but not least. So <laughs> I appreciate that as well. Um, yeah, I have one of uh, I'm just going to say it. One of the best pumpkin beers. Oh, uh, it is the Imperial Gourds Gone Wild from Tampa Bay yeah. Brewing Company. Oh, yeah, that's a um, good one. I'm a big fan of their Gourds Gone Wild, um, but this Imperial Pumpkin Stout is just incredible. Mm. I'm jealous. I that's one of the was one of my fall traditions in Tampa. I miss it. Oh, it's Down so here, good. There's so many people that don't like pumpkin beers, and I'm like, you really got to like listen and look at and drink it. Yeah, we got a couple of them here. Yeah. I don't like pumpkin beer, but I like that beer. Yeah. Pour it in a glass, put cinnamon on the glass. Mm. Oh, yeah. Okay, now we're talking. Oh, I do have some cinnamon sugar. You're You're allergic to cinnamon? You were a pastry chef. Uh, Yeah, I'm allergic to cinnamon. I developed an allergy after I had Gavin. Oh, Lord. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, kids will ruin everything. Yep. Uh, but yeah, no, this is uh, this is delicious, and I love it. And uh, while it doesn't have as much pumpkin as their regular Gourds Gone Wild, I think it's still a superior beer. Got to do a pumpkin bomb sometime. I you will one drink. Of those? Uh, no, I'll drink all the pumpkin. Yeah, you, you, I think you drop like a glass of uh, like a of aftershock, I think, or some kind of cinnamon liqueur in the pumpkin beer, Ooh. and you drink oh. it like a, like an Irish car bomb. Really good. Got to got to put the sugar around the rim. Hmm. All right. Very nice. sounds like a nasty night. I'm ready. Chris is like, no. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Stick the whiskey. Unsubscribe. <laughs> All right. Well, I am going to crack my beer here, too. I've got Slaughter Melon, which is a <laughs> fruited sour ale by uh, Tampa Bay Brewing Company as well. It's, you know, it's not my favorite sour, but it's what I got. So did y'all like, go to the liquor store and get those, or did you actually go out to Tampa Bay Brewing Company and get yourself a bomb burger while eating, while drinking? There was a lot of words there. Uh, yes, we did eat at Tampa Bay Brewing Company, and yes, we got these when we left. Did yep. you get the bomb burger, though? Because the bomb burger is amazing. No, no, I don't think we did. I don't think anyone got a burger. No, no What's one got a burger? burger. It's a hamburger baked inside pizza dough. Oh. What? Didn't one of us get that at Dan's bachelor party? Uh, I think most of us got it at Dan's bachelor. It's yeah, literally it's a, a burger patty with all the stuff like lettuce, pickles, all that on it, and then they cook the partially cooked the patty, then they wrap it in pizza dough and they bake it. 
Yep. I don't remember seeing oh, that thanks. on the menu. Oh, it's on the menu. It's amazing. You have baked <laughs> baked lettuce and tomato in there. It uh, it works. It, it works. <laughs> it sounds wow. damn good. Well, let's uh, get into this bracket. First up, we've got Reese's cups. Take it on Milky Way, Brandon. Well, I am drinking a left hand peanut butter cup stout. So um, Reese's peanut butter cup. And it just has to move on. No show, no game. Pinball Cup all the way. Reese's Cup's picking up its first point. Chris. Uh, so I think we have to add a, a fourth uh, comment to the strong drink, strong opinions, crown of champions thing. We're also the home, at least in this bracket, of tangents. Um, that, that opening took forever to get through. <laughs> I loved every minute of it. <laughs> I love both these candy bars. I think they're both exquisite. They're delicious. I know some people have differing opinions on them, but I love peanut butter cups. I love Milky Ways. The, my issue and what's kind of driving me here is this. Do you know what a Milky Way is missing? Peanuts? I, I like peanuts, but then it's a Snickers bar. So, no, I'm going peanut butter cups. Peanut butter cups are iconic. That's the one like small candy that if I get, I'm not mad about getting because it's going to be a delicious candy bar. Reese's Cup's got a strong lead. Mike. Well, you know, I believe I alluded to an issue with Reese's uh, last round, and this is it. Depending on the size of the Reese's you get, you you don't get the same ratio of chocolate to peanut butter. It changes. Now, personally, I don't know if you guys have had the recent, uh, I think they, I just first had them this year about the, the thin Reese's. That is, I think they've found the optimal ratio. And they added the dark chocolate, which is just, that's the best chocolate in my opinion. That's a consideration in making this decision. But does it mean that if I see a quote unquote less optimal full size Reese's or a mini Reese's that I'm going to grab a Milky Way instead of it? No, hell no. Milky Way is fine. Uh, Same thing. I like the little dark chocolate Milky Ways better than your normal Milky Ways. But I don't crave it the way I crave a Reese's. And there might be a wrong way to eat a Milky Way. I'm not sure, but there's no wrong way to eat a Reese's, so it gets my vote. Reese's is going to be moving on, but we still want to hear from Leah and Jeff. Leah. So on the last recording, I kind of based my answers and my picks off of the candy that I liked the best. And I didn't really consider the Halloween aspect, so that's what I'm going to try to do tonight. Milky Way. I don't like them. Doesn't matter. <laughs> they do have like their only like really interesting variety that you can even get is the dark chocolate one. I think it's like dark chocolate like midnight or I don't know blue moon. I don't know what it is. It's something that's got like a really dark wrapper, and I'm not even a fan of those. But the Reese's Cup, they come in all these different varieties for Halloween. You can get them shaped as a pumpkin. You can get them shaped as a ghost. You can get them shaped, I don't know, as a bat or something like that. So they have their own unique Halloween spin on the candy. And then you can also end up getting just the Reese's Cups as well. Obviously, like Mike said, the the chocolate to peanut butter ratio is different if you get one of the varieties. But the fact that they have a lot more to offer that's Halloween specific Makes it more of a Halloween candy to me, so I'm going with the Reese's Cups. Jeff? Yeah, I'm going to save most of what I have to say for the next time. But yeah, there's there's no chance here that Milky Way is going to move on. It's a, it's a fine candy. It's a decent Halloween candy, but it's not Reese's Cups. 
And we've got our first sweep of the night. Reese's, moving on to your, what, Elite Eight? Is that the name of it? Yes, Bruce. Yep. I'm terrible at sports brackets. <laughs> the excellent eight. Good thing I'm your host. <laughs> <laughs> the next matchup in this portion of the bracket is Tootsie Pops taking on Jolly Ranchers. Chris. This is interesting because um, depending on which way you go with the Tootsie Pop, you could be having a fruitful uh, taste in your mouth, a good good candy coat. And I actually think if that's the case, I will take a Jolly Rancher over a Tootsie Pop. What makes this interesting, though, is that Tootsie Pops also make a chocolate-covered Tootsie Pop, which I'm not a chocolate guy, but that chocolate-covered Tootsie Pop is actually delicious. The other thing that's weighing on me here is that like a Jolly Rancher, it feels like it's a you know a 10 to 15 second time commitment. Tootsie Pop could take me a couple minutes. I'm going to get more enjoy it, enjoyment out of a Tootsie Pop. But there are flavors of the Tootsie Pop that would have been last in my candy bag when I was a kid. They would have been Tootsie Pops, Dum Dums, and Starlight Mints. But I'm going to get overall more joy out of a Tootsie Pop. I'm going Tootsie Pop here. And also, it's fun to say Tootsie Pop. <laughs> Clearly. Tootsie Pop, picking up the first point. Mike. Yeah, I. this is a tough one. I mean, befitting of a four seed versus a five seed. Um, first of all, Chris makes an excellent point about, you know, that Tootsie Pop takes some time to eat. We we all know Mr. Owl was full of shit, right? You can't, you can't get there in three licks. You just can't do it. Um, that's, that's just a general life lesson that I think is very important for us all to remember. I think I'm going to end up going the opposite way of Chris though, because I don't want to have the time commitment. Halloween candy to me, I don't want to, I don't want to spend a ton of time eating it. And I just feel like, okay, yeah, maybe as a kid, it was kind of fun to walk around with a lollipop sticking out of my mouth. I don't want to do that anymore. I want to have that. That little Jolly Rancher is just sort of stuck in, in the side of my cheek. I can kind of look like a baseball player for a couple seconds and then call it done. Plus, I, I just think that obviously Tootsie Pop has the chocolate center, which is great. And it, it so you get kind of two for the price of one a little bit. But the flavors in Jolly Rancher are just significantly better, in my opinion. And there's no there's no bad flavor. Chris, Chris made a great point. There were some Tootsie Pops like the um, – oh, my gosh, I'm drawing a blank on it. But there was one that I just – it was – I'd never my cup of tea and it, it would have always just lingered in my Halloween bag. There was no Jolly Rancher I didn't like. So I'm going to give Jolly Ranchers my vote. We're tied up. Leah. Okay. So here's my thing. I don't remember ever getting Jolly Ranchers in like a Halloween basket. I just don't think of Jolly Ranchers as being like a Halloween candy. I can't remember when I would have had Jolly Ranchers, like maybe like in the checkout counter of like a grocery store. I don't know, but I definitely don't like it's not something that I associate with something that you would get on Halloween. Tootsie Pops, I definitely would. And I don't like Tootsie Pops. I think I said it last time that same people who like root beer like Tootsie Pops and I don't like root beer and I don't like Tootsie Pops. But I feel like Tootsie Pops are more synonymous with me with Halloween than a Jolly Rancher is. And also, Chris, I don't know how you have any teeth left if you're finishing a Jolly Rancher in eight seconds. That's crazy. Jolly Ranchers also have a time commitment because you shouldn't just bite into them. You got to suck on them and really savor that flavor. Um, so, yeah. So even though I would prefer a Jolly Rancher here taste-wise, 
I'm going to go for the Tootsie Pop because I do feel like I think I associate them more with Halloween than I would the Jolly Rancher. So I'm going Tootsie Pop. Tootsie Pop taking the lead. Jeff. Oh, big ass mute Ooh, bug right there. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Yeah. Eyes of that bug. Uh, I think what's important right now is that we take a look at this because this is the first time that we have truly uh, one of the most important matchups. We have two candies that are also very popular in both music and hip hop culture. Uh, you see, Jolly Ranchers is used throughout many different songs. Um, Lucky Luciano has a song out there. It's good. Uh, but most importantly, we have the Tootsie Pop. Now, there has been several different types of songs to reference the Tootsie Pop. But most importantly, we have Little Kim's How Many Licks featuring Cisco. Now, you may think, if you've heard recently, uh, WAP, I guess I would say, uh, as clean as possible, mm-hmm. uh, offending people for its dirtiness. Well, folks, I will tell you, what you have not heard is Lil' Kim. If you thought that you've heard something dirty before, you have not. <laughs> because Lil' Kim will tell you exactly how many licks it takes. And you will not want to know the rest of the song. But it is the better song. It is the better candy. Tootsie Pop, we got to go with it. <laughs> Tootsie Pop is going to win this round. We still need to hear for Brandon. Damn. I was really hoping I was going to get like the last second shot. Um, I'm not a fan of Tootsie Rolls or Tootsie Pops. And I only have Jolly Ranchers nowadays once every few months or maybe twice a year. So when I fly, my ears pop really bad. So I pick up some Jolly Ranchers. I have a few beers. I have a few drinks at the airport. And then I get on an airplane and I suck in the Jolly Ranchers. I agree. One thing, the flavor. There's so many flavors, and we've talked about flavors with Nerds and Starburst, Lifesavers. All those candies have flavors that we don't like. Jolly Ranchers have so many flavors that we all love. I agree with Leah. It's not the, it's not a big Halloween candy, but to my heart, it's a lot better of a candy than Tootsie Pop. So Life's uh, Jolly Rancher. Yeah. Tootsie Pop, moving on. Our second portion of the bracket, we've got Hershey Kisses taking on Baby Ruth. Mike. Well, first of all, I want to say that I'm glad Lil' Kim agrees with me that Mr. Owl is full of shit. Um, Or maybe not. No, I don't know. I haven't heard the song. Maybe it's very short. (laughs) You know, I like Hershey Kisses. I really do. But to me, Hershey Kiss has the problem that you want more. It's not substantial. A single kiss is not substantial enough. And I think, um, I forget if it was Chris or somebody pointed out last, uh, week or last round, I should say that if we're focused on Halloween candy, Reese's isn't really as associated with Halloween. It's associated with like every holiday. You get some in an Easter basket, you get, you know, you get some in your stocking at Christmas, you know, we use it. We use, uh, Reese's or not Reese's, Hershey's kisses in our advent calendars, for example. So, you know, it's, it definitely goes beyond Halloween. 
and I think because of that, because it leaves me wanting more, and because it doesn't have peanuts, which Baby Ruth has, and I stand by my assessment last time that Baby Ruth has maybe too much peanuts. It messes up the ratio a little bit. But I still think I would take a Baby Ruth over a Hershey Kiss if I'm looking down in my Halloween bag and I see both of those there. So I'm going to give uh, Baby Ruth my vote here. Leah. So if I'm associating these two candies with a holiday, Baby Ruth I do not enjoy, but I only see them once a year, and that's at Halloween. Hershey's Kisses, like Mike said, you can see them all, all throughout the year. And I'll eat them all throughout the year. But really, the holiday I associate with Hershey's Kisses is Christmas. They have that, you know, commercial that's been on since like 1991 with the with the little bells doing do 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 and then the one like that with the different color just keeps going. They've been doing that same commercial since like 1999 or 1991. So like, it's to me if I'm going to associate it with a holiday, I'm going to associate for Christmas. You put it in your stocking, and it's fine. You're not going to hand out Hershey's Kisses at Halloween. You're just not going to. And I don't think I ever got any in my Halloween stock or my Halloween basket from what I remember. So even though, I, again, this is my second one in a row that's going this way, I would prefer to eat a Hershey's Kiss because I love everything Hershey's. Shut up, Jeff. Um, I would prefer um, to that Baby Ruth move on because it's more synonymous with Halloween. Baby Ruth picking up at second point. Jeff. Yeah, you were close, uh, Leah. It was actually 1989. Um, but yeah, the Hershey's are not are not a Halloween candy. I think we've said it here enough. They're just not. Um, it, it, this one is an easy choice for me because it, if I had to eat one of these, I would actually choose the Baby Ruth. I think it's a better candy. It's more enjoyable. Um, it has, sure, a different ratio than the perfect candy. Um, but, you know, it's still a quality, great candy. Um, baby Ruth for me. Baby Ruth is going to win this one, but we still need to know what Brandon and Chris think. Uh, Brandon. I really do like Baby Ruth. Um, and Hershey Kisses, I agree with you guys. Leah said Christmas. I really think Valentine's Day is very big for that. Now, last week... I did say Baby Ruth, they do talk about it in The Sandlot, but I think the greatest movie candy moment of all time, Baby, 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 Baby Ruth, Sloth, and Chunk, and the Goonies. Talk, falling in love, like this, this brothership forming over a Baby Ruth. Love it. So Baby Ruth is moving on for me. I was waiting for a reference to the Goonies, the Goonies. to pop up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nice. Chris. Okay, I've got to go point counterpoint with a couple of things here, so I'm going to run through this as quickly as I can. Um, first off, thank God Hershey's Kisses are out. They're not a Halloween candy. If you're giving a Hershey's Kisses, go find something else, please. Point counterpoint, Leah. Leah, you say you never see Baby Ruth outside of the, you know, outside of like, outside of Halloween time. That's because every time I go to a grocery store and I want a candy bar, no. Oh, Three out of ten times I'm grabbing myself a Baby Ruth, and it's gone before I get home with the groceries. That's why. If we're going to talk about the best Baby Ruth moment in cinema, and you're going to you're going to come at me with the Goonies? No, the no, Goonies. no, 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 no. It's the duty in the pool from Caddyshack. Oh my god! Okay. Ah. It is the crap. It was a Baby Ruth. It was. Okay. It is a Baby yeah. Ruth. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Also, 
Huge shout out. Everyone wonders why Jeff is so good at Learned League. It's because Jeff hears something, it gets stuck in his head, and he Googles it. So Jeff has so much useless <laughs> knowledge buried in his head, it just pops out. It's continuously popping out because this man lives on YouTube. At the end of the day, this is not close. I love Baby Ruth. Baby Ruth gets my vote. We've got our second sweep. Baby Ruth moving on. Big upset, and our next. Yeah, yeah it's, that is an upset, isn't it? Teensy. Our next matchup is Twix taking on Skittles. Leah. So both of these, I actually feel like this is a pretty even matchup. If you're comparing the chocolatey candies to the fruity candies, Twix and Skittles, they're both they're both up there in their uh, categories. Uh, but for me, I am always going to go chocolate over fruity for the most part. And the Twix is almost a perfect candy bar for me. And they for Halloween, they hand out the little tiny ones. Um, so it works that way. But I think for Twix, it's the crunch. I love the crunch that it gives me. It just like it's just perfect in my mouth. So I'm gonna go with Twix here. Um, and we'll see what happens from here. But sorry, Skittles. I only like your orange and red ones, so it wasn't really a competition here. Rhett and Link just did a great episode on uh Skittle flavors. <laughs> Jeff. Yeah, I feel like this one's a little unfair to be making a decision on because I think I've mentioned it before. Uh, I'm not huge on the fruity candy. Uh, if I'm going to eat candy, I want it to be chocolate. I mean, that's that's just it. Um, that being said, I do agree. I feel like these are actually quite evenly matched. Um, while the seating has them as a two versus a seven, uh, I think these are both quite high up for the chocolate versus fruity uh, argument. Uh, but that being said, there's just no way that I would ever reach for Skittles over Twix. I mean, the Twix is there. I'm going to clear them out before I ever get to a Skittles. So for me, it's got to be Twix. Twix taking a strong lead. Brandon. So this one is tough. Um, I like both. I really do. And looking at the bracket, I don't see a fruity candy. I think we have one more left, and I don't see that moving on at all. So I really do like a Twix. I liked how they added in the peanut butter one later on. But Skittles, I mean, Marshawn Lynch is your spokesperson. <laughs> Him, he loves Skittles. And the amount of flavors, it's not going to go far, but I'm going to give my vote to Skittles. Skittles, hanging on. Chris? This one was actually tough for me, and then Leah said something that reminded me of why I'm voting the way I did. So we can all agree that left Twix takes, tastes better than right Twix, right? Like The, the commercials have made that abundantly clear, because right, right Twix is obviously trash. But Leah made the comment of, when I get a Twix, it's a small little piece, and I enjoy it. The size of a Twix bar that you get at Halloween is like a third of a half of a Twix bar. It's a tiny little morsel. It is nothing. And you're, it's, no, it's not. It's a good candy bar, and that's fine. But give me a whole Twix bar then. If, I'm, if, if this is the best candy bar bracket, that's fine. The Skittles, though, 
I want to taste the rainbow. I love Skittles. When I'm reaching for a fruity candy, Skittles is going to be my go-to. I love Skittles. If this was regular candy bar, Skittles versus Twix, it might be a different story because I would get a full-size Twix bar. But in Halloween, you're giving me this tiny-ass little piece of chocolate and crunch. No, it's good. But I'm also putting that in a Snickers bar in my mouth at the exact same time. This is not close for me when it comes to Halloween candy. There's not a good-sized Twix bar for Halloween candy. Skittles gets my vote. We are tied. Would anyone like to attempt to use a buzzer beater with Mike? (laughs) Uh, I'm going to actually use one here. (laughs) And here's why. There was some solid logic laid on the table that I had not previously thought of. And I actually wholeheartedly agree with. Uh, Mike, I would like for you to not vote the way that I voted. And here's why. I actually do agree that Skittles are the best fruit candy left. And I feel like we probably should give them that. Because they're going to eventually get kicked out by Reese's no matter what. (laughs) So at least keep them on the table for now. Twix had a good run, but we know it's not the best chocolate candy. Let's just make a good choice here for posterity's sake. It's a compelling point. Not going to lie. First of all, uh, we haven't addressed it, but this would have been a lot easier of a decision if Skittles was still in that weird phase where they chained line to green apple. That was a freaking travesty. I'm glad they fixed that shit. Um, Skittles has a... Skittles has the nice thing you can grab a whole now that they got rid of the green apple and changed it back to lime. You can grab all the different flavors and throw them in your mouth at once and they all taste good. It's delicious. The tropical Skittles may be even better. You don't see them very often, which kind of sucks. I love me some Twix. I really do. But I do think that it's a compelling point. Both both of uh, Jeff's buzzer beater point and Chris's point are compelling. I don't think the Twix bar you typically get for Halloween is enough to scratch my Twix itch. Whereas a normal size bag of Skittles that you would just buy any time of the year, that's too much Skittles for me. The Halloween size Skittles is actually just about perfect. And I'm going to agree with everybody in the sense of, I do think it's, we don't have what, what one more fruity candy left. And I think that Skittles eclipses it slightly. Uh, in my opinion, and I think I think that's worth something. Um, I love me some Twix. Uh, I said last time that I thought Twix was probably a, a Final Four candidate, uh, but I think I'm going against myself. I think you guys have convinced me that Skittles Skittles has a place on this bracket, and I think it deserves to move on just a little bit further, so I'm going to give my vote to Skittles. Wow. Jeff's buzzer beater actually worked? Or was that the way you were already going to go, Mike? <laughs> No, well, actually, um, I would say yes, because Chris kind of I was on Twix and then Chris kind of pushed me to straddling the fence and then Jeff kind of tipped me over. So I thought I did a good job, too. Yeah, absolutely. What I heard was Chris pushed me to straddle the fence. Then Jeff tipped you over. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> Incredible. Skittles is moving on. And we're going to head over to our third portion of our round of 16. We've got 100 grand taking on blow pops. Jeff? Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. We've got a good chocolate candy versus a good lollipop that's going to leave you with the worst gum you've ever tasted. So, I mean, we've got some easy 
Uh, easy. I think I'm having a stroke. I don't know. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? <laughs> easy decisions to make here because I think we've already got the best lollipop. I may not be agreed with, but to me, a hundred grand is a great, a great candy. It, I, I think it's probably not, uh, when people list a top 10 of great candy, it probably is not included in enough lists. So I'm going to go ahead and throw my weight behind a hundred grand. hundred grand picking up first point, Brandon. So before this podcast and be after Nestle Crunch got knocked out, I never had an 100 grand bar. Never. Wow. So I had one. Mm. And Jeff's right. It's damn good. It has everything you want right there. And I voted for Blow Pop last time. And yeah, the gum's not that great. Yeah, there's different flavors. They're good. But let the Cinderella story keep on rolling. 100 grand bar. 100 grand. Picks up another one. Chris. So I am a little worried that Jeff is, in fact, having a stroke because he mentioned that it was the worst bubble gum he's ever tasted. Well, Jeff, last episode, it was up against Double Bubble. I think you're also forgetting about the Little League classic, Big League Chew, the two worst oh. gums that have ever existed. Oh, Big League Chew is nasty. Actually, Double bad. Tape too. Double Tape from the 80s. That stuff was nasty. It shaped oh, like so a good. tape measure. It was not good. Stop it. it. Hey, Double Bubble and Big League Chew, like myself, will give you a great three to five seconds. <laughs> what, was in the, what was in the baseball cards? Something. Uh, wow. Oh, Bazooka. 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 That was the worst. Card. They were bad. It was bad. That too. was the worst. Yeah. Well, you're not supposed to eat it after 40 years. Come on, guys. You got to try it. You got to do a little lick of it. You got to try it a little bit. No, just, I don't. Just a tip. So here, here's where I'm landing on this. Uh, blow pops, the gum isn't great. What I don't like about blow pops is that when you actually get to the uh, the gum part, like you've got to kind of chew a little bit through the the candy coating, and then it's just a crunchy, nasty gum. But the sour apple blow pop is amazing. Uh, this is not that. There are two fruity candies left. Blow pops are definitely a fruity candy, and the sour apple flavor of blow pop is amazing. But we bought Halloween candy recently, and we threw it into the bowl. Um, and one of the things that I noticed was when I pulled out a Snickers bar, it was a little Snickers bar. When I pulled out a Butterfinger, it was a little Butterfinger. When I pulled out a 100-gram bar, it was like half a freaking candy bar. It's a good-sized candy bar, and it's a really good candy bar. A 100-gram bar doesn't get the credit it's, that, that it should because a 100-gram bar is delicious. 100-gram bar all day long. 100-gram bar is going to be moving on. But we still need to know what Mike and Leah have to say. Mike. Yeah, I'm really glad that 100 Grand has been getting the respect that it so justly deserves. Coming into this bracket, I was sitting here wondering if my love for 100 Grand Bar was going to be shared by anybody. So it's really been nice to see that. The Love Fest is obviously going to continue for me here. Blow Pop, you're here because you had weak competition in the first round. Let's be honest. Uh, There's Chris is right. The Sour Apple is really good. But Jeff's right. It's not good gum once you get to the middle. The, uh, it's clearly a Tootsie Pop is superior to a Blow Pop, in my opinion. Um, and here's the crazy thing about 100 grand. We're talking Halloween candy here. And I might be tipping my hat a little bit into how I think this might continue to go in future rounds. Almost every candy on this list I've had outside of Halloween. 100 grand is like exclusively a Halloween 
candy bar to me. Like I get, you get it in that, that mix pack that also has the almond joy and York peppermint patty and all that kind of stuff. And it is fantastic. I don't think I've ever had just a normal hundred grand bar, but at Halloween, it's a go-to for me. hundred grand gets my vote. Will it be a sweep, Leah? Yeah, definitely. It's a sweep here. Um, I am curious, like, like you guys are saying, I'm not picturing what a real hundred grand bar, like how big it is, but Based on how big the uh, Halloween size candy is, you know, I, I'm I'm going to be searching the uh, public checkout next time I go to see if I can find a real hundred grand bar, see how big it is, and eat it on my ride home because uh, they're pretty delicious. Um, and blow pops, I actually do like more than the Tootsie Pops, um, but I don't think we need two lollipops on this bracket. I just think the hundred grand bar has a place on here that blow pops does not. So I'm going hundred grand bar. Hundred grand. Moving on to your final four. What? Whatever. Sorry, elite eight. Sorry, did I fall asleep? I'm sorry. Having a stroke too. Yeah, I am. It's it's been a day, guys. Hundred grand is moving on to the elite eight. Our next matchup is Kit Kat taking on Peanut M and M's. Brandon. Yeah, that is it. Um. Yeah, you guys know me now enough that, uh, yeah, I don't mind peanut M&M's. I hate Kyle Busch. Um, and Kit Kat, give me a break. Give me a break. Give me a break off the Kit Kat bar. Kit Kat bar's moving on. Kit Kat picks up a first point. Where are we? Chris. <laughs> <laughs> give me a break. Give me a break. Break me off a piece of that fancy feast. It's a cat food. I what? love that line from The Office. When Andy oh. can't, get the, he can't figure out what can't, what what food it's to, and he decides that it's a fancy feast, the cat food. I <laughs> love that line from The Office. Um, this one's tough because in my head, I am putting up Peanut M&M's, which I will never... I'll, I'll never go to a store and buy peanut M&M's unless I'm buying it for somebody else. Um, I will 100% buy myself a king king size Kit Kat, though. king size Kit Kat or Kit Kats in general are amazing. Where I'm struggling here is that it, again, is the ratio of candy I get to the, the piece. There are some Kit Kat bars that you get that are literally two damn near full-size slices of Kit Kats next to each other, and it's like getting almost half a candy bar. But then there are some that are little nuggets. It is like a quarter of one-fourth of a candy bar. What is that? One-sixteenth? It's like a sixteenth of a Kit Kat bar. And those just aren't worth my time. Like, I'm going to eat it. I'm not stupid. But at the end of the day, I think I'm going to have to go peanut M&M's here because apparently I am a Kyle Busch fan. <laughs> I don't watch NASCAR. I assume he's a NASCAR driver, Brendan. He is a NASCAR driver. He's an asshole from Vegas. Oh, I don't like Vegas, though. Yeah. I'm still going to go. Hey, hey. I'm still going peanut M&M's because I do associate that for me personally. I understand that more with with Halloween because I don't eat it any other time. Mike. All right. I guess we're all going to sing the jingle. So here we go. Give me a break. Give me a break. I will not be voting for Kit Kat bar. (laughs) No. Peanut M&M's is the superior candy here. I don't understand that the, the lack of enthusiasm that it's getting. Like, okay, if you associate it with a NASCAR driver who is apparently an asshole, then maybe. But I, 
I don't watch NASCAR. I like to turn my steering wheel both ways. So um, it's just not my thing. Um, I do like the crunch of a Kit Kat bar, but the chocolate in a peanut M&M is better. And on top of that, I get peanuts. And it's just, it's I it's nice to pour a couple out and toss them in your mouth. And then it, I just prefer it overall. Uh, and, and Chris is right. I um, I associate it more with Halloween than I do Kit Kat bar for sure. So peanut M&M's gets my vote. Y'all have a thing with nuts, apparently. Leah. Okay, so I think last time I talked about how Kit Kats always taste stale to me. It's because of that wafer. It's that damn wafer in the middle. It always just, it just makes the, it's not like a Twix crunch where you bite into it and I'm getting that crisp crunch. You're getting like a flat, stale crunch because of that damn wafer. Um... So I did a little research on both of these. Both Kit Kat and Peanut M&M's offer Halloween varieties. I'm all about what's going to make it more Halloween-y. So Kit Kat has like a um, like a white chocolate version for Halloween. They also have like a green covered version, which looks disgusting. It's called like Witch's Brew or something like that. Um, yeah. It, I mean, it looks, I was like, who's going to eat that? Um, Peanut M&M's. It seems like it's mostly like some of them come in different colors for, you know, for Halloween, like kind of like a dark purple or like a dark green or something like that. But it's the kind of the same varieties that they do with regular M&Ms. So it's it's just that M&M brand where you've got the little M&Ms with like the little like Dracula jackets on um, that kind of make it look a little bit more Halloween-y. Um, but doesn't really offer too much apart from that. If I'm going to eat a peanut M&M, I do not like peanuts. So I literally, what I do is I just barely bite into it. I peel off to candy coating, eat the candy coating and throw away the peanut. So that's not fun for me. Um, so I guess I would prefer the stale Kit Kat over a peanut M&M that I'm going to throw most of it away. Um, so I'm going to go for Kit Kat here. We're all tied up and it's up to Jeff. But would anyone like to use a buzzer beater? I genuinely have no idea which way Jeff is going because I don't feel like. Oh, <laughs> I know. Sam. I will. I will use a buzzer beater. Go Jeff- ahead, Chris. Jeffrey, Jeffrey, Jeffrey. I want you to think back to when you were a kid. You were a kid roaming the streets, presumably dressed as. Uh, you're a Cardinals fan, right? Who was a Cardinals player from the 90s? McGuire. No. Yes, no. he was. He was, but no. <laughs> That's not what Jeff would be dressed as, though. No. Uh, too late for Ozzie Smith. It's too late for... Wow, the this pools, way pools pools Jeff, was I want you to put yourself in, in nine-year-old Jeffrey's shoes. <laughs> I do. I want you to imagine you're walking down the street. You walk up to the neighbor's house or someone's house. The front port light, porch lights are on. They're there. You knock on the door trick or treat and they put in your bag the smallest freaking Kit Kat bar you've ever seen in your life. Now tell me you would not rather have you would not rather have the same size bag of peanut M&Ms they've been giving out for 30 years. All peanut M&M bags I'm convinced are the same size. You know what you're getting. You're going to be disappointed when you get that tiny-ass Kit Kat. Just saying. Jeffrey, it's over to you. 
So here's my problem with everything that you just said, Chris. I said it. I do remember <laughs> being nine years old, and I do remember going up to someone's house. Uh, no, I don't. I couldn't go up to anyone's house or celebrate Halloween. It was definitely in a church parking lot, but we're talking differently <laughs> here. It's still candy. Um, the problem is exactly what you just said. The peanut M&M's bag has not changed in over 30 years, but I will challenge you in the fact that the Kit Kat has, in fact, gotten smaller and smaller and smaller over the years. Back in the day, I want you to take some time back and think about this. You used to only get the moderately sized two bar wrapped in foil with the paper around it. That was the only other one there was besides the full size candy bar. Now, if we're comparing those together, we have a little bit of a different challenge here. I think Brandon has made some good points about the Kit Kat bar. However, as the great Lee Corso has said many times, not so fast. There is no way in hell that I would ever in my life vote for the one bag of candy that every single time I am on a road trip, I am at a movie, I am anywhere in life that I want some candy I will always be getting peanut M&M's. For me, it's got to be peanut M&M's here. Peanut M&M's. Moving on. Our next portion of the bracket. Our first matchup is Three Musketeers taking on Tootsie Rolls. Chris. Uh, This one's not even close. Nobody. Tootsie Rolls are fine, uh, but it's a Three Musketeers bar. They're delicious. They're not my favorite candy. Um, I do associate Tootsie Rolls more with Halloween because I'm never going to eat Tootsie Rolls any other time. I might pick up a Three Musketeers bar once every 20 or 30 times I'm having a candy bar. And I enjoy them. I do. It's also proportions matter, too. Some of those Tootsie Rolls are really, really small. Some of them are like the long, thin sticks. Some of them are the, the, the good-sized Tootsie Rolls. doesn't matter. I'm going to have the tiny-ass Three Musketeers bar over a Tootsie Roll anytime. Three Musketeers. Mike. Yeah. I'm kind of with Chris here. This is not a difficult decision for me here. Uh, Three Musketeers has always had this this nice smoothness to it that I like. The, the nougat is just the perfect consistency, and it's it's chocolate on chocolate. It's delicious. Tootsie Rolls are are fine, but the both both of the chocolates, the nougat and the coating on Three Musketeers are better. So yeah, Three Musketeers. Three Musketeers taking an early lead. Leah. As someone who underwent some dental procedures earlier this week that left my mouth in pain and swollen and my jaw barely able to chew, I really appreciate the Three Musketeers. They are, it's easy to go down. Okay. Just went to a weird place in my head. Um, It's smooth. It's easy to consume. Even though some of the bite-sized ones, it's literally just a bite that you're getting in the Halloween candy, you're still getting more quality than a Tootsie Roll. Because um, I hand out candy every year for Halloween because Paige isn't really old enough to trick-or-treat yet. So I we really just hand out candy. And if we have Tootsie Rolls like in our basket to hand out, we're not just handing one kid a Tootsie Roll. How disappointing would that be? So we end up giving them multiple candies in addition to the Tootsie Roll. But if you were to get just one Three Musketeer bar, I think you would be pretty happy about that. So definitely got to go Three Musketeer here. Oh, and also they have a Three Musketeer bar 
that's somewhere out there that has a red nougat on the inside, which I'm very fascinated with. It looks disgusting, but I want to find it somewhere. Hmm. I wonder if it's a different flavor. I don't know. Well, Three Musketeers is going to be moving on. We still got to hear from Jeff and Brandon. Jeff. Yeah, I uh, I disagree with all our panelists here. I think Three Musketeers are awful. Uh, I think they're a waste to candy. I think they are. They offer nothing. They bring nothing to the table. It's like a half baked idea of throwing soft something soft and something slightly harder and putting it together and calling it a candy bar. It's not enjoyable. You're just sitting there with some mush in your mouth. You take another bite and you add some more mush to it. Um, I, I think there is a uh, a market for these people. Definitely for people that. Uh, I don't know, don't have teeth. Um, it's not great. It's, I mean, it's not good candy. It's not good chocolate. Well, can we just put Kit Kat in this matchup? I mean, at least it was worthy of moving on. Um, I don't really like either of these, but if I'm looking at Halloween candy and something that I would actually, uh, no, don't want to use the word enjoy, something I would actually eat, I mean, at least Tootsie Roll has the other flavors. There are other flavors of Tootsie Roll. The white flavor of Tootsie Roll is fantastic. Sure, uh, it's just vanilla, but I'll take that all day. Uh, But I think Tootsie Roll is better here. So I'm going to give it a vote. Tootsie Roll picks up a sympathy vote. Brandon. I told you guys during during the round of 32, Three Musketeers, it's a Cinderella on here, and I was very surprised it's me growing up. It's one of the candies I fonded at a young age. The nougat, and it's not Hershey's chocolate, so it's better. It's good chocolate, and we've already talked that Hershey's chocolate is terrible. So this is good chocolate, and the nougat is really good. And Mike, you said it's smooth. I love Three Musketeer bar. And we've brought up the whole night about Halloween candies. Yes, Halloween, it's a little smaller, but I pop it in, I chew it, the flavor is right there. Tootsie Roll, no shot. Never been a fan. Even if it was a Kit Kat, no. Three Musketeer. Three Musketeers is moving on. Our last matchup is Snickers taking on Starburst. Mike. Ah, poor Starburst. You aren't the best of the fruit Halloween candies. We moved that one on earlier, but I think you're probably a solid second. Every flavor is good. Uh, and I like the total crapshoot of what you get in the little Halloween packages. Is it going to be, you know, the the mother load of a two pinks? Or is it going to be a, a a cherry and an orange, which is, it's not what you were rooting for, but sure, it's fine. It, it, that's fun. But Starburst, <laughs> I know Snickers. I, I've eaten many a Snickers. Starburst, you are no Snickers. Snickers satisfies. Snickers is what you eat when you're not going anywhere for a while. Snickers is what you need to eat when you need to start acting like yourself again. It's such a fantastic candy bar. Uh, it might not be quote unquote purely associated with Halloween, you know, but you get you definitely get the Halloween specific varieties. Like you get the little the, the fun size Snickers bar and you get the Snickers minis and they're all delicious. So yeah, Snickers hands down gets my vote here. Leah. Nope. I'm going with starburst here. Sorry. This isn't going to get swept away from everyone. Um, 
So, like, when we're talking about the, the, the two-snack variety pack in the Starburst, I started bringing this up to multiple friends, coworkers, anyone I was talking to when I was telling them about the podcast. And everyone had an opinion on what the best Starburst were and how they would feel when they get the ones that they're not really interested in versus, like, the lottery of getting two of your favorite flavors. I just think it's more fun. Um, it sparks conversation and I don't like peanuts. So Snickers bars are really going to do it for me. So I'm going with Starburst here. We're tied up Jeff. Yeah. I would like to, uh, sweep away the thought of Starburst anymore. Um, and focus some more time on Snickers as it should be. Uh, you can't go wrong with the perfect combination of peanuts, caramel, nougat, chocolate, and just the perfect ratios. They're all layered so wonderfully. Um, not only that, I mean, come on, it's named after a horse. Who doesn't love that? What's a starburst named after? Some scientific mumbo jumbo? Come on now, everyone loves a horse. Go with Snickers. I don't think everyone loves horses. I hate horses. Uh, <laughs> well, see? <laughs> Damn. Brandon. So we talked about the fruit candies earlier, and I said that I knew that there was going to be another one. But I knew Snickers had no shot in hell. Um, no, I mean Starburst had no shot in hell. Moving on. Snickers, this next matchup that's coming up, it's going to be tough for me because Snickers has the peanut, has the caramel, it has the nougat, it has good chocolate. Um, Snickers is going to win this. Yeah. Moving Snickers on. Snickers is moving on, but we still need to know what Chris has to say. I think that if you want to know if a relationship is going to last, we've all been there, right? You're dating someone for a little while. You're wondering, is there a future here? The best way to test that relationship is to grab yourself a full-size Starburst bar because everyone has two that they love and two that they hate or two they're less passionate about. And if you both reach for the same thing, get the hell out of that relationship. You need someone to compliment you, not divide you. You don't want to be fighting over the orange and the red, Mike. This is why we make a good couple, by the way, because I will eat all the orange and the red Starbursts. <laughs> Top two are pink and yellow, so let's do it. With all that being said, the Snickers bar is the first thing I'm grabbing in a candy bag. I love Snickers bars. I think they're the best candy, period. Snickers bar gets my vote. I just spoiled what I think for the rest of the show. Sorry, but I'm going Snickers here. Snickers is moving on, and we've got our Elite Eight. We've got Reese's Cups going up against Tootsie Pops. Baby Ruth taking on Skittles. Hunter Grand taking on Peanut M&M's. And Three Musketeers against Snickers. I'm going to go ahead and throw it over to Jeff, and he can tell you where to find us on all the socials yeah so you can find us online we're on the internet uh we're out there uh you know just go on the internet and find us <laughs> google, <laughs> google. <laughs> uh, yeah you can find us everywhere online we're at pub trivia experience except on twitter except this is boozy bracket way wrong podcast jeff <laughs> we are on uh pub trivia experience sites we're on <laughs> boozy bracketology sites we're on other sites that you don't want to know where we are sometimes <laughs> um if you find us on those sites just please don't tell anyone 
Um, at least, you know, significant others, family members, um, Children. priests. Um, you know, so we're we're on the internet, like I said. Um, most importantly, we are both on Patreon and Discord. That's where we're the most active. You can find us on Discord at ptebb.com slash Discord. And on Patreon at ptebb.com slash Patreon. Patreon.com slash ptebb. There's actually one more for those that really want to spend some money and, and really get a lot of really bad content. We actually started our own OnlyFans. Hooray! only hairy feet pics from chris uh sadly that might work um don't go visit us there go visit us on discord go visit us on patreon you can also check us out on our facebook group the lounge fans of pub trivia experience and boozy bracketology um we're always having a great time out there discussing different things uh like i said as well as discord so join us out there it's a lot of fun we do a lot of stuff throughout the week you don't want to miss it. Back to you, Marissa. Thanks, Jeff. <laughs> I can keep going if you'd like. <laughs> Please stop. Okay. Well, thank you for listening, everyone. Join us next week as we continue on from the Elite Eight through the final of the Halloween Candy Bracket. I've been your host. I'm Marissa. I'm Brandon. I'm Chris. I'm Mike. I'm Leah. And I'm Jeff. Have a great night, everyone.